The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. It's me, Chris Chavez, one-third of the History Creeps podcast, back with another special episode, another installment in Creepy Side of the Network. That's right, kiddies. We do this once in a while where I bring on a member of the network, one of the great podcasters on our network, uh, to discuss their experiences, their history, and their thoughts on the creepy things we discuss. So today I have on the show... A member of Squad Wipe Gaming, a member of the panel discussion, a member of podcasters. Uh, am I missing anything? Greg Knowlton? No, that's everything for now. Uh, you know, I'm like, unfortunately, just like the man who brought me into the network, Matt Johnson, in the sense of I don't know when to stop <laughs> and keep finding new things I want to do. Uh, so for right now, it's three shows. There's other shows in the mix we've talked about. But yeah. Uh, yeah, those are the big three. There you go. Greg Knowlton, welcome to the show, man. Um, Thanks for having me. Yeah, no, dude. I, I knew I wanted to talk to you about to have you on here when uh, you and I were, were in a car together on the way to a wrestling show. So a little yes. background on Greg Knowlton is he is a professional wrestler uh, on the independent scene here in, uh, in Western New York, Empire State Wrestling. Uh, at the time, though, you weren't going to be wrestling. You were injured. You were out. Well, not injured. You uh, you had some work done. And, and uh, yeah, and I'm still I'm still recovering now. Yeah. I just wow. Had, really? Uh, shoulder surgery on my left arm. Oh wow. Yeah. So uh, we were going. We were taking that drive, right? And it was a decent little drive. It was about an hour and a half. So we had some time to kill, and we were discussing things. And and the conversation turned to creepy and weird things and mm. uh as as we continued to talk i thought to myself man yes this is going to be good you have to come on the show because you have a lot of cool stuff to talk about um yeah. and uh but yeah dude welcome to the show and that's what we're going to do we're going to get into it usually i like to start by asking the people on the show uh you know how far back does this go how young are you when you first start getting into anything that's kind of creepy or or spooky or weird or or you know horrific like, so for me, I, I, so on every single podcast, I talk about my mom and it's cause I have to, um, <laughs> I just, I do, like, not unfortunately, um, her, her interest really influenced myself and my brother growing up because we watched what my mom watched. Okay. And from like seven or eight years old, I can remember watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer, um, yeah. Angel. Okay. And X Files, and then a few years years later, Supernatural. Um, and I was of the age where Ghost Invest, uh, Ghost Hunters was a big deal. Yeah. And so we were watching that with her too, which is super interesting to me because, like, as a child, younger, even younger than that, um, I had like crippling nightmares, and I still experience this to this day. Really? Uh, and I can talk about that more later. Yeah, I have like really, really intense, realistic nightmares. To the point where I had one when I was a kid that, um, and I was very young at the time, 
I had a dream that I was being attacked by a werewolf. And in the dream, my cat must have scratched me uh, at night. I must have like ruffled her and I had, I will, and I had, she had scratched me just like, and then it translated to the dream. Yeah. Um, but it was so intense that I actually put my fist through the plaster wall that I was sleeping next what? to. What? Because I was trying to like <laughs> fight away and I broke in the, broke part of the wall and part of the wood behind it. Um, so I had really intense like night terrors as a kid and I still experienced them somewhat as an adult but you would think i would then avoid like monster stuff but i found and i found it even more as i've gotten older like it chills me out being scared like chills me out and helps like what that one of the ways i cope with anxiety is watching something that scares me really yeah it's like the one of the best when i have a panic attack it actually is better for me to watch something like freaky than it is for me to like watch like something that chills me out like star Wars or like a kid's show or something that's calm. Like it's better. Like it just calms me in a different way. So what's your, what are your go-to like when, what's your go-to things to watch that are creepy or freaky when you know you're like, okay, I need to just kind of chill. Um, right now I am in the radio drama kick. Oh, so I have been listening to anything by Q code that they produce um and the two that i've really liked the most recently were uh carrier which is both and both of these are being translated in movies carrier and the left right game the left right game was one of the probably my favorite radio drama i've listened to at this point really i'm gonna have to check that out it's amazing it's emma thompson um who's played valkyrie in the marvel universe uh, is the main voice actress for it, and it is—it's just very good and very different than anything else I've listened to. Um, and they do a great job. They have one with Markiplier as well about um, if you sleep, you die kind of thing. I can't remember the name of it. Hmm. It might just be no, don't sleep, but I can't remember. <laughs> Interesting. So, so that's 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 just that brings you down when you got that anxiety, the things freaking you out. You're like, okay, give me something yeah. creepy that makes me feel better. Or like playing like a video game like in Resident Evil oh, okay. or uh, like an Evil Within, Isolation, like aliens, like anything where you're being chased. Um, and there's – so there's science behind this, believe it or not, because I had actually brought this up to um, my my doctor at the time. And he had said like it's when you can trick your – like give your body something actually to worry about mm-hmm. that you're – but you're safe. It actually it, it helps you. It helps you to have have a place to really put the, that anxiety that oh. is concrete that then allows you to resolve it rather than sitting there and just being letting your brain go down a rabbit hole and worrying about all these different things. You have something concrete to worry about, yeah. um, but still safe, still safely worry. And so that's why that happens. And that's one of the things recently. So for a long time as an adult. I, I steer away from horror for a while, uh, probably from like the age of like 20 to, I want to say like 24. And then recently, like I've realized that's a strong coping mechanism for me. And I've dove in, div, dive, dove in back into it. <laughs> yeah. I dive back into it. So, so before in your twenties, you, so you, you were younger, you're growing up watching these shows. Were you watching horror movies? Were you into scary movies as a kid? Yes. Um, Which ones were your on favorites? One of my favorites is probably Poltergeist because it was one of my mom's favorites. Okay. And I loved, and and I know it's more sci-fi, but I loved the Alien series. Oh, yeah. Uh, 
I just rewatched the first one uh, last month for the other podcast I do, Silence Your Phones. Cheap plug. Okay. Um, yeah, but we just watched it again, and I just I, I, I was watching it, and I thought to myself, I forgot how much this is actually a horror film. Even though it's sci-fi, yeah. the first one is horror. It is so creepy. It's horrific. Yeah. It's terrifying. It was great. Well, it was, it was because of the mystery of not knowing what's hunting them and kind of trying to figure out how everything works. Uh, and it was in the same vein. And, and unfortunately for me, I just finally watched this movie in the last two or three weeks. Um, thanks to my, my quote unquote horror dad, um, Micah, that is part <laughs> of the panel discussion. Uh, I finally watched The Thing. And it's in the same vein as that. Like they don't know what exactly is happening. And that's what makes it so freaky is you have no idea either as a watcher. Yeah. Yeah. Such So so you grew up watching that. So you like that stuff. The original aliens, the poltergeist. Were you into yeah. stuff like the slasher films like Jason or Freddy or any of those? Uh, a little later. Um, I got into those. I remember probably the first one I ever watched was Halloween H2O. And that was what kind of got me into it. But my all-time favorite, if I had to pick like a favorite slasher film, it'd probably be Scream. Ah, yeah. The one that re rebirthed the slasher film, basically. Reju yeah, I think it was because it took it a little less serious. Yeah, yeah. I think that was the beauty behind the first one was how meta it was. It was very yes. much aware of itself and called itself out many times. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's, that became the popular thing. Do you see they're doing a fifth one now? Yeah, yeah, they, and I'm I'm okay with it. I know some people weren't crazy about it, but oh, like, fine. it's changed so the horror scene keeps changing so much. Like four, when four came out, it was so different than when the, it three had come out mm -hmm. as far as like how movies were functioning. Yeah. So four addressed that new meta, and I think five can then do the same thing. Uh, and I'm cool with it. I would like four played with like the found film stuff and mm -hmm. some of the other metas that existed. So. I I love four. I have a fond memory. Well, not fond. I have a funny memory of talking on the phone with someone and them going, "Whatever you're watching must be really funny because you can't stop laughing." I was like, "Oh, I'm watching Scream." <laughs> <laughs> like what? Yeah, I was like, "Someone just died." <laughs> That's funny, dude. That's amazing. So okay, so you got into you came back into it a little bit after you know your mid twenties around there. You got into the creepy yeah. stuff again. Uh, let's talk about this. Let's talk about different experiences or your thoughts on different things. So usually I start to like compartmentalize these things or categorize yeah. them, right? So uh, in regards to like, let's say you grew up watching Ghost Hunters. Now, when you mm -hmm. were watching that, were, did you believe in ghosts as a kid? Were you like, holy yes. cow? Okay. Very much. Um, my mom believed in them. So I believed in them. And she's had multiple experiences that she's explained to me um, with ghosts and or angels. So um, to me, like, yeah, it, it was something I, I did. I believed in it. And it caused some it was a, it was a little scary. But at the same time, most of my experiences were pretty positive. Mm -hmm. um, and most of her experiences were pretty positive. So I never like. So you've had experiences yourself. Yes. I think you were present for one of them. <laughs> Wait, what? So 18 or 19, we were filming Call oh. of Duty Undead or Beyond the Call of Duty now, I believe it's called. Yes, that's right. And we were in that super weird factory. Oh, yeah. Okay. And I remember 
So there was a couple of things. I remember the first one was like people said they were hearing something in one of the rooms. And we're like, sure, yeah, whatever. Let's oh, go into the room. I think I remember Jim. I think Jim Clark said he was hearing something, right? Yeah. He said he like heard he something in the dark or something. Steps in shuffling. Yes, yes. And as we were like investigating it, I felt like a, a hand on the back of my leg. <laughs> what? And then I, the, the other, someone had like crushed a cigarette somewhere. And then, and or no, it was before that. It was, they crushed the cigarette in response to this. There was one area in the room where all you could smell was matches. And if you stepped out of that, like there was like a four by four area, you couldn't smell the matches. And it was in the middle of a factory, so there was nowhere that it was coming from outside. Yeah. Um, it was a it was an abandoned factory. It's an abandoned factory, right? It was an abandoned like yeah. blueberry packing factory or something. Yeah, it was run down. I remember that. I got some pretty sweet pictures off of that that site. Mm -hmm. It was nice. Oh, wow. I didn't know you were experiencing anything out there. That's creepy, dude. Yeah, I had like two small things there, and I felt very sick in one of the one of the areas. Ugh. Um, I had a really bad stomach ache in one of the areas, and I was like, yeah, I, oh, the basement. I, I couldn't go in the basement of that building. That's creepy. Mm -hmm. I like I, I walked in the basement and felt like I was going to throw up, so I stayed. I did not. I stayed outside while they were filming all the scenes down there. Um. What about what other what other experiences have you had? Um, so I've had a couple like where I I don't know. Um, so one of the the truths is that uh, I had an ex like a, a, a experience with um, friend of the show Kevin Bennett, who's another professional wrestler locally. His mom is actually a um, what's the word? his mom's a medium there we go and we went on a hunt with him and so this one i don't actually to be honest and this is one of the hard parts with this stuff is i other people were riling me up so i don't know for sure what i experienced i thought like i felt my shirt being pulled on and seeing things within the shadows um but the, i say this to then talk about uh kevin's mom karen who at that time I was very separated from my faith. I was very, and this is a big part and I'll, you'll hear me talk about it a couple of times. I'm, uh, my Christianity is a huge part of who I am and yeah. even plays into some of this creepy stuff yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Um, and I remember her talking about how there was a light in, like she gave me like a mini minor reading and told me there was like a light in me and then I'm going to be, you know, serving someone else like in a, a positive way i can't remember the exact wording and then i became a christian shortly after hmm. not even thinking anything of, of it until later she was like ah that's what i was talking about i was like wait what <laughs> that's <laughs> so, crazy and i wasn't even like doing anything at the time to be moving forward in that stuff so it was like very interesting um so that was a cool moment and then the moment of actually becoming a christian was a little creepy for me <laughs> how's that explain that why so I was a 16-year-old kid living uh, – li I was living, like, you know, with um, my mom and everything still, obviously. But my friend Patrick was like, hey, I want to go back to New Jersey. He was 19 at the time. Uh, do you want to come with me? So my mom let us go to New Jersey by ourselves. And I had gone through a lot of stuff at that age, um, a lot of loss and stuff. And I remember we were partying super hard in New Jersey because there was no parents. It was just yeah. us. 
and the the night before I had gotten very drunk and the police showed up Uh-oh. and I remember being terrified. I hid in the closet upstairs uh, because the police were there and I was like, man, I'm going to get, get arrested. And my, I'm all the way in New Jersey. My mom's going to murder me. This is going to be <laughs> terrible. Yeah. <laughs> uh, luckily the sheriff's son was one of the kids we were partying with. So he talked to the police and they left. The next day, I was just I was just distraught over all this stuff, and I remember like I had been going to a youth group now at the time, uh, where they talked about all this stuff, and I was like, "If God's real, like where are you?" Blah blah blah. And I was laying upstairs by myself. No one else is in the room in this house. I'm in like an attic area, just totally by myself. And I was like, "If you're real, where are you?" Blah blah blah. And I remember hearing so clearly in my ear, "I'm right here." And Yo. Jumping up to my feet and charging down the stairs, and I slammed the door behind me, and everyone's like, "What's going on? What's going on?" Oh my god, that's creepy, dude. And so, and, and, and there's other parts to the story. Like I was like, I, I was like, maybe this happened, maybe this didn't. But that one mm-hmm. I remember specifically. And um, what the, the sheriff's son was in the room with his girlfriend, and he comes out of the room. He's like, "What just happened?" I was like, "Why?" He's like, "The ceiling just moved." I was like, wait, what? And it was what? like a hard, it wasn't a drop ceiling. It was a hard ceiling. He's like, I just felt like the ceiling was caving in on me. <laughs> I was like, oh, and I explained. So, and then later I ended up going to youth camp and everything. Um, and that's where I like found my faith. And, and it's gone through a couple of times, but that was like the moment. And that was like, at the time, I didn't know what that was. <laughs> wow. I was like, uh, we there was a ghost. And they're like, yeah, this house is haunted. And I ended up telling someone else about it. I'm like, yeah, you know what you just heard, right? And I was like, oh, wow. Wow. That is, that's, cr- man, I don't know. I've been, have you ever had those times where you, you're starting to fall asleep at night and you, you swear you could hear like a voice or a whisper or something? It's so loud and clear near your ear. Oh, yeah. I've had that once in a while. And I know that for something like that, when I'm falling asleep, it's just kind of startling. I don't even know how I would handle it if I was wide awake and asking for literally somebody to say something yeah. or do something and then hear it in my ear. Holy crap, dude. I probably would have just had a heart attack. and cold. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it was like there was that tingle from it. So it's not – and I remember that vividly. Like later on – and this is – and I'll talk about this a couple of times because like I feel like I added things to the story. Like maybe the door handle moved and blah, blah, blah. But, but I don't know. Sometimes like we hype, hype hype ourselves up and add more. Yeah. But there's certain things that are so clear that you're like, yeah, that happened. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. Have you do you ever do the ghost hunting thing you said? You you did it with or oh you yeah, you did it with uh Kevin's mom, you said? Yeah, I did it when I was younger. I haven't done it since. Did you do um, the, the voice recordings? You tried to catch the voice recordings? Yeah, we stuff? never caught anything. I have some friends who have done it. Um my respects for certain things have changed as I've gotten older. Like I won't go looking for certain things. Yeah. Usually more in that ghost realm. Uh, I've decided that maybe this isn't something I should pursue. Like I'm interested in it and I'll watch stuff about it. But you're but not actively like going out of your yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. I get it's you. not something I'll, I'll do as much anymore. Uh, just for respect of what could be and what is misunderstood. Yeah. I'm more like, yeah, I'm just going to keep my comfortable place here <laughs> right? in my like semi skepticism. Like I want to, I believe in stuff, but I also want to like have that, like uh, what's the word? Like ignorant skepticism. Yeah, <laughs> just yeah. like, I don't want to know anything for sure. Yeah. I get you. You don't need the answer. You're fine. You're fine. Not knowing. 
Yeah, um, so I'd rather not have have too many experiences like that. So would that inform like a, a like so say you're you you and your wife you're going away on a vacation right and she wants to stay at a hotel and you find out this hotel is one of the most haunted hotels of all, are you talking to her about maybe staying somewhere else or is that like that, that doesn't? Um, bother she you? would. <laughs> She's like, never mind. We'll stay home. We're like very different in that sense where I still, like I said, I still involved in this stuff and she is a hundred percent good. with like, you know what? I acknowledge it, but I don't, I do not need any involvement in it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I get you. I know there's people that are, you know, there's people who totally seek it out and that's their thing. Right. And then there's people who yeah. enjoy it and, and, and get a, the thrill out of, out of these things, ghosts and scary things. And then for some people, it's just not for them, you know, at all. Yeah, and, and some of it's out of respect. Yeah. Like it's not skepticism. There's respect for and we'll talk about this a little more of what it could be and that not knowing is is better than knowing cuz there's a chance that it's nothing, there's a chance that it's something and there's a chance that if it's something it's dangerous. Yeah. So maybe keeping the dis- distance is a smarter thing than for some people. And and I I don't discourage it in anyone. I think like you know if you like doing it, do it. If you're made for it, do it. But I think some people are like, yeah, I'm cool. <laughs> just sitting back and not being involved in it. And I can respect that just as much as the people who run forward at it. I think I kind of have a respect also for the people who try to sign are trying to figure it out scientifically. You know what I yeah. mean? Like really trying to figure out what is this? How does this work? How does it happen? What, you know, what is the, what is the essence behind this? What is it? Um, yeah. That's an, it, it's interesting, man. So that's those- where it gets really interesting to me. Uh, is like some of the science behind it and and the what and the why um, just because you don't know right but yeah it's not something like I like I'm not totally uninvolved like I still watch Supernatural I still watch a lot of this TV um, like I said I'm still listening to who excuse me radio <laughs> podcasts um, and I'll still watch movies I, I really recently got into like a horror kick on comics so it's not something I like totally actively I won't. I will. I will stay. Keep my distance. I won't physically get involved. I think that's the right. best way to put it. <laughs> I got you. I got you. All right. Let's move away from ghosts and hauntings, dude. Let's get into something um, a little bit more tangible. I mean, we say tangible, but they're still somewhat elusive, right? I've but we, we we do see them. <laughs> but we do see them. What do you think about cryptids? Do you believe in the this thing that there's there's these creatures or animals in the world we still have not discovered? Uh, and and could be living out there some some as you know fantastical as maybe dragons or maybe something as easy to, to pinpoint as as Bigfoot. You believe in these things? I want to. <laughs> I love the concept of cryptids, uh, and again, it's some are freaky, the New Jersey Devil, Mothman, yeah, uh, and then others are harmless, like uh, Sasquatch and alligators in the sewers. Yeah, <laughs> um, the giant alligators. That's right. That's I, awesome. So I love cryptids is the thing that interests me. And what you'll learn about me a lot is lore. I like lore. That's why I like the shows like Supernatural and stuff. I like the origins of things, where they came from, why people believe them and what their theories are on stuff. Um, so that's why I like love monster hunting as my jam. That's the thing. When it comes to horror, that's the thing I love the most is like the the hunting of these monsters, the searching for. Okay. Um, 
like Van Helsing's and things like that. That's the stuff I really like. And Cryptids is kind of like a branch, really- right? It's like a branch off that. Yeah. They're monsters almost. Yeah. And it's, you want, it's almost like more of like a zoo because Cryptids actually has a, a side, um, what's the word? The study of cryptids is cryptozoology. Yeah. Which to me is literally like looking for new animals. And mm-hmm. it's not necessarily trying to hunt and kill or capture. Mm-mm. It's just like the it, investigation of. Right. Um, and I think it's super interesting. A- again, some of it is imagination. And some of it's just people like thought of this thing and create it. And some of it is rooted in some truth. Um, Sasquatch or Yeti has a ton in the Himalayans. There's so much lore behind it and i remember i know there's like a space in the himalayans where they believe they found some some different like um like a face and some other like bones and stuff of some creature and there's a chance there's a lot of places we can't adventure to yeah uh so who knows yeah one of the places that interests me the most that i think if anything like this stuff exists it's in the ocean Ooh, that's cool. Yeah. Because I think about that too, because it was, it was in this century when the giant squid was considered a, a fabled yeah. monster. And now we know that's a real thing. Like we've discovered it. We've, they, they'd found it and it, and it's not that much of a, a shock to, to see such a giant creature anymore, but there are still yeah. things like the Kraken, right? Isn't the Kraken supposed to be a thing? Yeah. Um, I just recently read an article about there's a, a spot on the ocean that is the most remote spot on this entire planet. It's the most, like, it's the farthest away from any human ever. Um, yeah. And they say that this is usually, you'll, if, if we went there, you'll see a whole lot of debris at the ocean floor from, this is where space stations and satellites do a lot of their dumping because it's so far mm-hmm. away from, you know, from people. Uh, but this is also apparently the spot where H.P. Lovecraft says that uh, Cthulhu is located. <laughs> That's see that's super interesting, and that he's he's one that's explored that kind of stuff. His if you really think about it, we know a lot about the ocean. Yeah. In in theory, like we think we do, we can name all this stuff. Eighty percent of the world Earth's water is unmapped. That's true. And one of the really cool things that I think, like uh, to harken back to my comic book stuff, like the trench from Aquaman, I think is super cool. Because there's these places in the water where there's a second pool, like the water thickens and it there's oceans in the water, like or lakes in the water where wait, you can then what? dive even deeper. <laughs> wait, what? Uh, wait, what? Yeah, the water has like water. like SpongeBob. Thick, like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so there's That's actually amazing. places where the water it, yeah. is thicker. And it's like a secondary pool in the water. And so and we can't go really down in there yet. We haven't really investigated things like that too much. Yeah. So there's probably creatures that we would see and go like, that's a monster. That's a dinosaur. That's something. Well, uh, in these areas, if you ever watch those like nature documentaries, when they go to the deepest parts of the oceans, some of those fish look like aliens, man. They're some some of the creepiest looking things down (laughs) there. You know what I mean? And then they say you go even deeper. And like the bioluminescence and all these different things yeah. down there just will blow your mind, right? Yeah. Um, I, I, I believe that, dude, because there's a whole lot going on on that ocean floor that we have no clue about. The Marianas Trench itself, right? Isn't that the, isn't that the trench that we have? We don't know how far down it goes. We, we don't know we too much about it. that. We haven't been able to do too much investigation of the area where the Bermuda Triangle is. Uh, 
like there's a lot and and what that's super interesting to me and a lot of that is more because we just don't understand the world like it, it, certain parts of the earth as well um and it makes me wonder you know what i mean yeah. that's where it's and it's less like what is this weird thing it's more of like creatures adapt that bioluminescence is because they're in the dark so there might be creatures we've never even seen before deeper down that have adapted in different ways. They may be able to be larger. Mm -hmm. um, we don't know. <laughs> no, we really don't know. Uh, there's a thought. There's a a, 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 a group of people, a, a group of the world that believe a lot of what you see down there, those really, really weird creatures are really from space, that these are aliens that mm -hmm. have come down and this is how they live. They live under the water. You know what I mean? What do you think about yeah. that? Do you believe um, in that? Let's go to that. Do you believe in UFOs, aliens, or other other beings out there? So to answer question one, um, I don't think so because I think science has proven that a creature in an area will adapt to that area. We've uh -huh. seen it with humans, and that's why the human race looks different uh, is because of where we are living. Mm -hmm. Our skin and, and our eyes and different things have adapted to our living conditions. Our skin colors are different. Our eyes may be like thinner than others. And that's literally because our bodies are adapting to what's around us. Right. So I think um, those bioluminescent creatures and stuff, it's just, it's just, I think it's evolution. I think it's adaption or adaptation. Mm -hmm. uh, I think we were created in a very unique way that allows us to do that. So I don't think it's aliens. Believing in aliens, it's not. So this is something like I've, I, ha I don't really have that. I don't know. I haven't really entertained um, too much. I, it's not something I investigate as much. I guess it's just not something that interests me. I like alien movies. I like alien TV shows. Yeah. Um, they're interesting. It's fun to watch. Did you see the uh, the news things that they were showing the Navy releasing the footage or admitting that the footage that was released was really UFOs? Which And here's the thing. When we say UFOs, we have to make sure we don't say that they're aliens, right? Because we just don't know yeah. what they are. They're unidentified. flying objects. Exactly. It could be anything. But did it you see these things? Spacecraft. It could be a piece of you know space junk. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know about that, dudes. These things were literally like flying. Uh, oh, yeah. And when you listen to these pilots and they're and when you're talking about pilots, these seasoned professionals are like, yeah. what is this thing that blows me away? And it makes you wonder, like, OK, what yeah. is it? Where did it come from? You know, who's doing this? Um, and this is somewhere my belief comes into play a little bit. Yeah. Uh, so I believe God created the earth. It is. And, and now this may be unpopular or just something we don't really talk about, especially like as a Christian. Um, but in my opinion, it's totally possible if God created the earth with life forms on it, that there might be something else out there. If he created the whole universe, why would he only put people on one planet? Now, right. this isn't something I would go to doctrine for. It's not something I would like really get deep into, but it's, it's a like, belief. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's a thought. Yeah. <laughs> it's a possibility. Because think it's about that. Wouldn't it be boring? Like it would be like it would like it'd be like saying oh, Lu George Lucas creates this whole idea of Star Wars, right? This whole galaxy, right? But we're only going to follow human race people because there's no such yeah. thing as any other creature out there. That would be the weirdest thing. Why wouldn't why wouldn't you want to have some sort of, uh, you know, all different kinds of things out there to kind of entertain yourself? Yeah, I think it's okay to say, yeah, it's possible. Yeah. And not like go farther than that with certain things. Um, I, I don't think you necessarily like, I think it's okay to not have like a deep interest in something. Sure. 
or to not totally disagree with it and just go, sure, who knows? Who yeah. knows? Because again, like as a person, I believe in an invisible God that has created everything. Right. I don't know the I don't know the vast like vastness of his power. There's times I have when someone asks me a question about God, I have to go, who knows? I don't know. <laughs> I would if that was if I knew I was God. If that was the case, I would be God. <laughs> so, like, I don't know. What are you asking me for? Leave me alone. <laughs> so, so there are certain things here, like with with the universe. I don't know. Yeah. We have planets. I have I have no idea, and I don't know if I'll ever know in my lifetime because we're we've been on Mars for how many years, and we're still discovering things about it. Yeah. <laughs> we've had satellites and rovers, and we're still discovering things, and that's only you know, three planets deep. <laughs> no. Yeah, you're right. You're right, dude. Uh, I'll tell you what though. You, the, for the, you can get answers for sure on certain things. So yes. like, I don't know if you've ever heard that there are, there's this thought that throughout the world, there are certain locations that are, are literally like portals to a different dimension. Yeah, and so you can, you can sure, you can for sure know this is true because if you travel across the country, You'll come across many different Walmarts with different <laughs> different coloring schemes when it really should just be a blue scheme, right? Like the whole Walmart color Walmart is, blue, is blue. Target should be red. Yeah. Well, apparently <laughs> there's this whole idea that uh, – it's, and, but it's because it's true. There's different Walmarts across the country that their, their color schemes are different colors, not the blue. Uh, like maybe a red or maybe a, a, a white or whatever it is. And there's this thought that – it's because these are the locations where you'll find those portals. Have you heard of this? Yeah, we so we talked about this. And here's the crazy <laughs> thing. I have been trying to Google like Walmarts of other colors and I can't find them. Really? Okay, I'm going to have to look this up. I'll see if I can they're, find it and send some. They're something either your blue way. or brown. <laughs> brown? Ugh, that's well, gross. It's like a plain Walmart. So <laughs> it's, and it was, I was like, maybe there's tar. I can't find it. And yeah. I was trying to find this theory and I was like, the lizard people are hiding it. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, right? So that's the thought too that these 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 portals are kind of doorways for these you know other creatures like lizard people. You've heard of that. You made you made a reference yeah. to this, right? Uh, but this is a thing. There are people who believe that among us are lizard people who are wearing human skin. Mm -hmm. It's so so like it's again it's kind of what I'm talking about. There's so much about like if you take out cryptids if you take out dimensional space blah 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 there's so much about regular earth we don't understand right there's yeah. so much about our own human bodies we don't understand so it's so easy to think there's more right because if we don't understand the simplest things or what we or what we think should be the simplest things can exist yeah yeah, yeah. And it's fun. It's fun to think like this. <laughs> it really does. For me, I feel like it's like mental gymnastics a little because you're, yeah. you're getting your brain to just kind of work and think in different ways instead of just the same nine to five every day it works. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, and, and again, this is more of the place that I, I like the dimensional horror as well. Um, I like Lovecraft. I oh, like yeah. things like that. Um, and it's it's a lot of fun for me to dive into that. Uh, I'll get to we'll get to show that off a little more. Um, with I've talked about this before, and I, I talked kind of alluded to the beginning. We are in the middle of doing. I loved radio drama podcasts so much yeah. that we found. You know, uh, I found a, a local writer who's very very talented, um, and a, a close friend of mine who another um, their names are Jonathan Inbody and Jeff Latham. 
uh, and the three of us decided to come together and start producing our own show. Um, production was supposed to start already and be done in October. Obviously, with everything going on, that's hindered. So we'll be releasing the show at a different time. So we don't want to go too much into detail on it. Thanks, um, Corona. But, yeah, <laughs> seriously, I was so excited. And but then all of a sudden. Us, I'll tell you this. It was a blessing for us because we have two seasons written. Oh, that's that's awesome, dude. So it, it definitely helped us get certain things in the play a little easier and helped us take a step back and not have to like rush this project. Um, but it d- dived a lot into more of that dimensional horror. Uh, and there's an episode that looks super traditional and totally goes left. And I, I love it. I think it's very clever. I think it has a different there's there's less to less lore to it so it's more creative in some ways um and it's more adventurous there's so much more we can understand or less we can understand there's even theories about heaven that have to go into the dimensional um that or that go into the dimensional side i remember there's a there's a writer who talked about that like heaven could literally be on earth in a different frequency um who knows but there's 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 theories about that so there's all sorts of dimensional theories out there and how it exists that it could literally be like overlapping us. It could be a totally different place, um, you know, a, a different universe and like dimensional travels through that, the four, fourth dimension. There's so much to it. Yeah, dude. I like when you said the thing about the vibration, because there is yeah. a belief that, you know, be, that we vibrate. Yes. At, at, a, at a molecular level, we're literally vibrating. Every single yeah, atom is vibrating. We do have a molecular frequency. That's a real scientific fact. And so there's the thought. H.G. Um, Wells believed that because yep. he really wanted to to create. He wanted to get a time machine built. And he yeah. he believed that that's all we had to do. We had to figure out the frequency and in- intensify our vibration. And we could and then we could literally just kind of you you know fast forward or, or or rewind and go wherever we wanted to on the timeline uh i think albert einstein said you know time travel is possible uh and then what is his name um the one that died that was in in the wheelchair what was uh hawking oh hawking yeah. S- stephen hawking said 100 percent it's possible but you can only go backwards you would not be able to go yeah. forward uh which is interesting too so th- these kinds of things are always kind of interesting dimensions parallel things so you were mentioning that you're working on this new project you got coming up um yeah we're gonna start wrapping up the show here so i want you to talk about some of the things you're doing let the people know where they can find you but i think that the project you were alluding to some of it basically it's going to be kind of like a radio drama show right it is yeah every episode um will be its own episode so it's going to be an anthology it's going to be kind of like um tales from the crypt twilight zone style where each episode exists separately um, and we haven't decided how we're going to really release it, but it's going to be a radio drama. It's going to be all scripted. Um, it's going to be a really good time. It's going to be really fun and depressing. <laughs> and it's going to be a very different side of um, stuff you see from me. Usually I'm very upbeat. It's really examining a lot of different things we we deal with as people. Um, and I think it'll be a lot of fun. Dude, I'll tell you, if, it, if, if the reading that you sent me um... – has anything yeah. if, if that's like a, even a taste of what's to come these people have no clue what's coming creepers yeah. i'm telling you right now you're going to want to get in on this because it's gr- weird yeah because the, the idea is, is they're going all out on this they're going to have sound effects they're going to have music it's going to sound great it's going to sound great like a produced radio drama and yeah. uh so greg sent me a, a a piece to to kind of throw some sound effects to to mess around with 
and listening to that the the piece of story you read man i'm telling you creepers when this comes out keep your eyes open gray matters is gray matters right gray matter yeah gray matter man it's it's gonna be awesome you wait for that what else you got tell other people what else you do uh and what else they can find you so i do the panel discussion if you like comic book talk we talk everything uh each month is a different theme um and it, and especially if you're into horror uh, i read a lot of horror i've been super huge into joe hill comics and then i have uh, micah has been recently part of the show who he's all about that kind of stuff um he he was previously part of a horror podcast before he joined us um i am on squad wipe gaming we talk video games we play video games um on our, our different streams such as twitch squad wipe gaming pod as well as shades 303 at mixer um and then i am part of podcasters i am one of the dm slash players i do a couple of different things um podcasters has traditionally been dungeons and dragons and this is a cool announcement i get to make right here on this show this is gonna be uh, fun dungeons, dungeons and dragons uh and I'll, I'll be playing this sunday and part of the vampire hunt but moving forward, um, I have given the Dungeons & Dragons reins to Anthony Mullins. He will be the Dungeons & Dragons DM. I will be starting one of our first new shows using the Monster of the Week system. So we will be hunting cryptids. We will be hunting ghosts. We will be hunting uh, dimensional monsters, all sorts of stuff. I know Chris Chavez is here joining us. He's yeah. going to be part of our game. Heck yeah. Um, it will be podcasters powered by History Creeps. Um, and so we're going to have fun. It's a week to week, almost like a Buffy the Vampire Slayer Supernatural, where we're going to be hunting different monsters and actually solving crimes. It's going to be um, a lot of investigation and it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to really dive into the lore and let me kind of explore that side. So I'm excited to do that. We're hopefully going to be launching by um, the middle of next month as soon as I have my last couple players. Uh, get character creation going yeah i'm looking forward to that dude being a monster hunter is going to be a good time i'm used to being like a dwarf or an elf or you know what i yeah. mean like this is really going to be fun to, to do something completely different so i'm really yeah. looking forward to it and it's a lot more investigative and that's what i like about it it's not just like hey go kill this oh look a monster it's more like hey go to this crime do this how do you want to try to like what what lore do you want to find so it has more of those like tv show styles where you're gonna have to go and like dig up lore and it, it makes some fun for me and it um, because i know some of you know things it's caused me to kind of look at new cryptids and different things uh, even diving a little bit, if you're aware of the SPs, into the SP journals a little bit. Oh, so. nice. Very, very, very nice, dude. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, what about ESW, man? No word on when that's coming back yet. I guess we're slowly starting to open things here in Western New York. But uh, you're still looking to go back after after you heal up? Oh, yeah. I am. Um, so right now, before I fin started recording this, I was working out this morning. Uh, I'll be working out after we get done recording as well. Um, we have no idea. Wrestling has no idea when it's coming back because, you know, it's very social. We're very shoulder to shoulder at every single wrestling show. Yep. Uh, and so what's the safest thing for our fans, for our workers? Um, we don't know. I had no idea. I'm in a couple companies. I'm also at a company in Erie, Pennsylvania, um, and I've helped out a company in Binghamton, New York called Excite. Uh, pro wrestling rampage in Erie, and I, I travel around a little bit, but we don't know really yeah. uh, where wrestling is coming. But we're gonna—I'm prepping like it's coming back tomorrow. You got merch? Uh, you got merch on pro wrestling tees, or do you sell merch I anywhere? I do on prowrestlingtees.com. I have two really awesome T-shirts. I have a retro Sega logo 
with my spelling of the name. It's the gray shirt with the blue logo. Uh, and then a, a great artist, um, uh, Jade Garrow, created a likeness of me in the Sonic logo. Both oh. of those are in Pro Wrestling Trees. Um, and then if you want to contact me on Facebook, I have my Holy Hand Grenade t-shirts available as well as my Unstoppable shirts um, in, in some various sizes and I'm willing to ship. So Very nice, very nice. Greg, dude, thanks so much for joining us. This was a very interesting and, and enjoyable conversation, man. I love talking to people about this stuff. Obviously, it's why I do a podcast that's about creepy stuff. Uh, but it's always, I was talking to Matt about this. It was always fun, like when I was a kid and I had friends and we'd be sitting in a lunchroom or, you know, outside at pee or something. But talking about that stuff, talking about creepy things yeah. with your friends, it's just that it's it's such a fun, I don't know, there's some, there's there, there's nothing like that feeling you get when you're talking about It's so about much. That. Everyone's got a different opinion on it. And yeah. I think that's what's so cool is everyone brings a different mindset to it. Yeah. Uh, and that's why I love talking about it. That's why I'm creating content and getting a different side. Like, like I said, Jonathan, who I'm creating the show with, is very different mentally um than me and it shows in his writing but i i've enjoyed working with him so much and i'm excited to bring that to the table as well as excited to bring kind of my take to things at the table with this monster of the week show awesome 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 dude thanks so much for listening uh guys thanks so much for listening what, what am i saying greg thanks thanks so much for being on the show appreciate it man uh creepers thank you so much for listening uh we'll be back next week with another episode of history creeps or that's odd or how bizarre who knows who knows which episode's coming out next week but you're gonna get something uh once again we're gonna hit the lights lock the doors peace out and as always stay creepy